Oh, hello. Meet Optima Health, your friend for Medicaid coverage. Like any true friend, we can help make life a little easier with discounts on healthy food and gift cards for pregnancy and child checkups. We include vision and medical help 24-7. See more benefits at OptimaMedicaid.com slash hello. It's time to say hello to Optima Health, a health plan you can count on. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. We have been going nonstop communicating the love and power of Jesus online, and I thank you so much for partnering with our ministry, praying and giving to expand the kingdom of God. We are all about intimacy with Jesus, and right now we decree and declare Jesus as king in these uncertain times. He has it all under control, and revival is coming. We have a great interview coming up for you, but I want to let you know about our new resource available for you on our website, firebornministries.com, and I believe that it will draw you closer in relationship to the wonderful Holy Spirit. Do you want to grow in your relationship with the Holy Spirit? Do you want to commune with the wonderful Holy Spirit like never before? Your adventure with Him will grow tremendously as you go through our Fellowship with the Holy Spirit e-course. You can study the course at your own pace, on your time. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit will help you know the Holy Spirit more and encounter Him every day. You'll learn His names, His character, His fruit, His personality, and more. Go to FirebornMinistries.com to purchase this life-changing program and start connecting with Him today. I've heard you share your personal testimony of how you were saved, but would you mind telling our listeners your personal story? Yes, of course. I was born in Istanbul, Turkey. I grew up in a Muslim home. We had some secular Muslims in our family. We had some radical Muslims in our family. I grew up in a very dysfunctional, abusive environment. My father was a womanizer. He was a businessman. Uh, He used to go to trips with other women. And my mother used to have nervous breakdowns. We had everything but peace in the house, love. And she was uh, very abusive, physically, verbally uh, abusive towards me and my mom. When she had nervous breakdowns, she would just, she wouldn't remember what she would do to me, uh, she had done to me. So and I, she would come back to her senses and then she would say, oh, I'm sorry, but I would cover with dark marks and bruises when I was a little girl. I grew up during the Civil War years, so I developed a PTSD at early age. I was just, I used to wake up in the middle of the night and cry, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. And then it was life of torment. It was life of just one tragedy after another tragedy. And uh, I gravitated towards Islam because I thought if I found out about God, uh, I would he could give me all the answers and he could help me. But the only God was presented in the land was Allah, Muslim God. And he was hateful, impersonal, always angry. And there was no security of salvation, of relationship at all. 
So I still try to please him and I try to love him with, and I loved him in my way with all my heart at that time. Uh, but I never heard from him. I, you know, he never healed me and I really didn't know that if everything I was doing was pleasing him. So I was very trying to be invisible, very lonely child. Uh, my childhood was very, very lonely. And, and then I went to Koran course when I was 12 years old. A Quran course was very radical because I had to go to a different city, different place, and it, they were all radicals. And first time I learned about jihad, first time I learned about if we really loved Allah, we had to kill the infidels, Christians and Jews and unbelievers. So I, I learned so much. And as a matter of fact, after the Quran course, uh, f- like for a while, I dreamed of becoming, becoming a suicide bomber. So imagine, I was 12 years old, I wasn't dreaming, uh, you know, Barbies or my prom in the future or anything. I was dreaming that I would serve Allah by dying and killing at age 12. So later on, uh, I went to college, which wasn't important for me to go to college because I was a girl. I studied uh, literature. It was mostly Islamic literature. And then I met at the co- at the university campus a radical young Muslim guy. And we were a perfect match at that time. Uh, I graduated at 19 years old uh, from the university. And uh, he, got, he graduated. And as soon as we graduated, we got married. And another type of abuse started. He was beating me up every other day. He was slapping me in public if I said thank you to a waiter. Just being nice to people, he would just beat me up publicly, spit on me. And I had no self-worth. I had no self-respect at all. And I believed that he had every right to beat me up, to discipline me, to become a good Muslim woman. And then uh, the abuse became so uh, severe, it became a life and a death situation. Uh, he put a knife one night on my throat and he told me to jump from a very high building. And that night I decided to run away. Uh, one thing was happening. He wasn't working. Uh, he was like working on and off. He couldn't hold a job. He had, he had a serious anger problem. He was very temperamental. And I was the one working and I was climbing the career ladders in an international company, a Turkish slash international company. Uh, so through that a job, I was able to obtain a visa to America, but I didn't tell him. So I got a one-way ticket and a tourist visa, and I didn't know that at that time is like legally you cannot enter into America with a tourist visa and with a one-way ticket. You know, you need to go back if you're a tu- if you're a tourist. But they allow me to in. So, and I was studying at that time post-study business administration. Uh, I graduated like. A day before or two days before, I graduated like Friday or Saturday. I fled to America like Sunday. Like as soon as I got my graduation, it was like um, similar to master's in business. And then I came to America, but I came to America with the same mentality. Wherever you go, there you are. You know, you can change your country, you can change your house, you can change your car. But unless God comes and changes your inner person, you are same person. So I found myself again in another relationship, ended with marriage and ended with divorce. But this time it was a drug abuser and a drug dealer in Miami. Mm-hmm. So in America, where I chose was Miami. And this is who I ended up with. 
I had a child with him, and another type of abuse started. It was year 2000, New Year's Eve. He was high and drunk, my second husband. He dumped me on highway. And my daughter was two and a half years old in the car. Uh, we were going Miami to Homestead on highway. Like, there, w- there wasn't even lights at that time. Nothing. And cars were stopping, t- thinking I was a prostitute. And one lady stopped. I didn't even know it was a woman, but it this car stopped. And I prayed in my own way, in my heart, that it was a woman. Because if it was a man, he was going to kill me, rape me, or rob me. And it was a woman. And she asked me, what happened? And I told her what happened crying. She told me, come inside the car. I will take you. I am going to a family dinner tonight. And after that, we will find a way to help you out. Just come with me. And I asked her, because I never was used to anybody being nice to me at all. And I look at her like she had three heads on her shoulders. And I asked her, why would you help me? And she said, what would Jesus do? God sent me to pick you up. Come inside the car. And she opened up a can of soda, you know, gave me. And she, I was crying and crying. And she was telling me, you know, God has awesome plans for your life, you know. For I know the plans I have for you. And I am like, <laughs> after all these negative things in my life, who is this woman? <laughs> you know, she really looked crazy to me. But she, she was real. And she was so loving. And she took me to this beautiful place, beautiful house. People treated me like I was the princess of the night. Hugged me, fixed me plate, everything. And next day, with a police escort, I went and picked up my daughter. Uh, because she was in the car and she didn't speak for one and a half years because she got traumatized that night for him uh, dumping me on the highway. But the good news is I want to just take a little pause here. Two years ago, I led that man, my ex-husband, to the Lord. My husband today, I have a, you know, Christian marriage today. My husband led his girlfriend to the Lord. If you see us in public, you would really think he's my brother. He's like, our relationship is like amazing. It's not a pretense. It is not, we are not trying to be cordial. I am his spiritual mom. Can you imagine? He stopped drinking. He quit marijuana. He quit other drugs, everything. And he has an awesome job. I mean, God restored everything in his life. Jesus is so real to him. It's amazing. So, and he's, he became an amazing father later on. After that, uh, I found a job in a Christian company. So I was like, Christians are everywhere in this country. You know, like this lady picked me up and I found a job in a Christian. I was studying computer science at that time. You see, I always study something because I found my significance through studying, going to school. I always like had to get a diploma. That time it was computer science. So job placement center sent me to a company and it was a Christian company. And there was a guy who was the vice president. He hired me and he has his testimony about God told him to hire me because I didn't look all together. He wasn't going to hire me, but God told him, hire her. I had plans for her. And then every day they had Bible studies at workplace. I hated to go to a Bible study in my heart. Um, I never been to a Bible study, first of all, but I believe Christians were infidels and they were worshiping three gods and they were going to go to hell. They were the enemies. But then I said, since he's my boss, I want to please him. I want to, you know, secure my job. I will go to the, you know, Bible study. So I pray to Allah. I say, please forgive me for going to this Bible study. They are infidels. They're going to go to hell. But I'm going into this Bible study to please my boss. But it was a setup. 
so <laughs> it was a big setup. So I went inside the Bible study. I was like blown away. Bro, the first Bible study became my first TV broadcast to the Muslim world. It was from John chapter 8, Adulterous Woman. And it God pierced my heart. But I couldn't become a Christian. It, it was out of the question. Now I became suicidal. So this is what happens. Once you have the glimpse of hope, glimpse of light, and then you don't obey that, you don't, you are more tormented than before. So if you are like Jonah running away, you know that you, your life is going to be worse than if you didn't know the truth, you know? So it became seven times worse for me. And one morning I woke up and I started planning my suicide. And I said, life is not worth living and anybody can be a better mother. And I took my daughter to daycare. I went to work and I started just thinking in my mind my suicide. I went to the restroom and I started having a closure with God. I didn't know which God was. But I started saying, why do you hate me? I always thought God hated me. Am I not good enough? You know, why Why are you doing this? Okay, I failed. So I, I started saying things and like weeping and weeping. I cleaned my face. Uh, face and then I came back to my seat and my Christian boss called me to his office and he said to me he said please have a seat close the door and have a seat and I sat down and he said to me I have never done this before Uh, he wasn't a prophetic guy he was going to a very conservative church like he wasn't like God told me this kind of a guy and he said I never done this before but I have to tell you I have to be obedient my Lord Jesus just told me he heard your prayer in the restroom. He wants me to tell you you are not forsaken nor abandoned. He knows everything that happened to you. When you and he wants me to tell you when you were molested, he was by your side. When you were beaten up, he was by your side. He was always interceding for you that one day you would turn to him. And now he wants me to ask you, would you receive him as your Lord and Savior into your heart? I'm telling you, it was so real. The presence of God was so real. Like, I didn't understand how Jesus could be the Son of God. I didn't understand the concept of Trinity. I, I, I got no clue about anything. But I knew Jesus was in the room. And I knew God was real. And I was having an encounter. I was completely wrecked. Weeping bitterly on the floor. Even guy was looking at me, the, my boss. He was like, what's going on? You know, like, this is such a, you know, one of those cool, calm, collected Christian guys. And then he's like in his business suit and everything. And he's looking at this mess in the middle of his room. And he's happy that I am receiving God. But, and I was only, only thing that I was saying yes. I was weeping and saying yes to Jesus. No big altar calls made, no big choir sang. Just one yes brought me to Jesus Christ. And at that very moment, sky looked blue and the grass looked greener. Seriously, like everything was black and white before. And God literally opened my eyes and I started seeing things. And that suicidal woman was completely gone. I was filled with joy so much that I wanted to run on the streets and kiss and hug everybody. I mean, seriously, when I first started going to church, I was hugging everybody. I was hugging guys. I was hugging. And the wives were not very happy me hugging all the time. <laughs> I, was just like, I, was, I was hugging. I was a hugging person suddenly. 
And in Islam, I wasn't hugging anybody. Imagine. It was crazy. And then what I sense is you had a baptism of love. Yes. Uh, you know, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There's also the spirit baptism. Yes. And uh, I believe that when I was baptized with the Holy Spirit, I also received an anointing simultaneously with that. And mm-hmm. everybody's got a different spiritual journey, different encounters. That's biblical. But how are you filled with the Holy Spirit? Yeah, first, first years, two years, uh, my walk was little shaky. I didn't know the word of God and I, I started going to his church and it wasn't a very strong in the word or nothing like Holy Spirit. It was like love and grace, but it was very on the surface, but they helped a lot of people, of course. But I was in sin and I wasn't walking with God very well, but I was still on fire for God. It was, you know, this crazy thing. Like I know people that they, they smoke marijuana and then, uh, you know, they go to church and then they preach the gospel to everybody, but they are not all together yet. You know, they need to go through that process. So I was like that. I wasn't on drugs, but I was, you know, fooling around with guys. And then, uh, and then one day what happened is, uh, I, you see God, this time God is really going to chastise you. You know that now you're his and he's not going to let you go. So I lost my job and I am a single mother and I am like, what did I do wrong? I don't know the word of God. I am, I was thinking I'm doing so well. I'm not, I wasn't doing good. So I really, I never lost a job. I never been broke. So it, it was a really wake up call for me. So this guy calls, I pick up the phone and this is what exactly what he said. Hi, my name is brother Frank. My wife and I heard about you. You, we've been praying for you, but sister Rishik, we are inviting you to our house because you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to know about the Holy Spirit. God has plans for your life. So if you come with your daughter to our house, we have two daughters. They can play and we will give you two days all weekend Bible study. And at the end of it, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. So we want to invite you. And I said, I love to come, but I don't have gas in my car and I have no money. I didn't know, I didn't know anything about him, but his voice had authority and that authority gave me faith. That like this guy has the answers for you, right? And and I said I want to come, but I can't. He said, "Listen to me. I know that you don't have faith enough to believe me, but trust in my faith. You get into that car right now with your daughter and start driving." They were five hours away, and my gas tank was on empty, wow. like e like zero gas. Few days ago, I tried to work it out to go to a job interview. It didn't work. It didn't go. It didn't go. So he said that I am gonna pray right now. But because you don't have faith, I I promise you this: if you get stuck, I know that you won't. But if you get stuck, I will come and get you wherever you are, and I will send help to you. I promise you. But if you believe in me, believe in what I am saying, and you you make it here, I will fill your tank, and I will give you clothes, and he wasn't a rich man, and I will give you food and everything, I will fill your trunk with goodies, I promise you, we are here to bless you, not to hurt you, and I said, man, I am coming, so I took my daughter, and I put her in the, in the car, and I went into the car, I didn't even think anything, I started the car, the car started running, I started driving, 
I went through the alligator alleys called in Florida. It is like one, one and a half hours. There's nothing. You can't even stop. There's no even alligator alley. Imagine. And the rain was pouring. And I was driving, singing all the blood of Jesus. <laughs> and I made it to his home. As soon as I entered, he was a six, six, six foot six, tall man, white man, American looking, right? American. And he saw me and he fell on his face to the floor. He started praying in tongues, speaking in tongues. First time I'm hearing tongues in my life. Second, everything he said came to me in Turkish language, my mother tongue. I understood everything he said. And this, he was confessing my sins to Jesus and interceding for me and saying in Turkish language that one day I was going to be a powerful woman and minister of God. And for him to forgive me, and take me to the next level. And when he finished praying in tongues, he stood up and he looked at me. He said, sister, I don't know what I said, but you know what I said. Take God seriously. <laughs> and I got completely slain in the spirit. I got like, I got knocked out. <laughs> I was on the floor. So I wasn't, I didn't get filled with the Holy Spirit, but I got filled with the Holy Spirit after I went back. And it was a, like a lightning hit me. It was so powerful. And then I became bold. I started studying the word of God. I went to a Bible school. I finished ambassador's commission, ordained commission, all those good stuff. And my life was never going to be the same after that. And I met my husband today. That's incredible. I love that story. Uh, and your ministry is very extensive. It's worldwide through broadcasting. And what are some miracle stories that you'd like to share? Yes, uh, our TV ministry, my TV ministry is in over 200 countries in multiple languages. And majority of my followers are from Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan, and then Egypt, Iraq, Iran. I mean, places that you can't even carry a Bible. People are watching, praise the Lord, all glory to God, uh, my broadcast. So I have people, I have people being raised from death. I mean, just me from TV speaking, I mean, a dead body is laying down and somebody is calling and saying, I have a dead in the house, just me saying in the name of Jesus, come back to life. And people's babies dying in their womb, about to go to the doctor to get the baby out, dead babies. I prayed and babies came back to life and they had a full-term pregnancies and gave birth. Uh, I mean, lung cancer, stage four cancer. I'm like, what stage four? Stage four, it doesn't matter, numbers, nothing. I mean, we pray over people, they get healed on the spot. Now we have Dream Church. We are seeing healing every every week. It's crazy, the miracles, signs, and wonders following us. But still, as of right now, people are like uh, walking out of wheelchairs. I mean, diabetes, lupus, AIDS got being healed. AIDS. I mean, not HIV positive. AIDS. People with AIDS got healed. I mean, right and left, I, we receive these testimonies every single day. People are getting healed. Blind eyes are open. Deaf is hearing. First time in their lives. Autistic children. We are so big on autism, schizophrenia. People are diagnosed with PTSD, bipolar. I am like, bring them in. Bring them in. You know why? Because it's not me that I'm going to heal. Jesus Christ heals all of them. But I have the faith that he does it. So... So amazing, amazing. I have so many. I have a, I had a terrorist who wanted to kill me and he received Christ. I led him to the Lord. It was his mission to find me and kill me. Terrorist. And he's a sold out Christian today. 
That's so awesome. What is the best way that people could get a hold of your ministry? Well, they can find me on a、uh, Facebook, on YouTube. They can Google Isik Abla. It is I S I K A B L A. I S I K A B L A. Isik Abla. Awesome. Is there a book that you've written that you'd like to? Yeah,、share? I have like two books, and one book is coming. One book is my supernatural encounter. It's on Amazon. The other one is Be Happy and Free Today. It is an emotional healing book. And now I have a deliverance book is coming, like Cast Out Your Demons and Slay Your Giants. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Would you mind just praying for our listeners?、Uh, yes. Be led of the Spirit. Yeah. If you want to call out some words of knowledge or、sure. healings. Whatever the spirit leads. Yes, I feel like God wants to activate right now a breakers anointing thing over me and over you, over anybody is listening right now, because you have the authority to speak up on your life right now. So I am breaking off depressions right now. I am breaking off mental illnesses right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I hear you have a somebody is paralyzed in your family. One lady is listening. To this broadcast right now, and you have a relative paralyzed. You're gonna go right now, lay your hand on the paralyzed、uh, sick person, and he is going to jump on his feet, and he is going to be restored to health, be- ever better than ever before. In Jesus Christ's name, I hear uh, uh, there are women listening to me right now with breast cancer, and I speak right now. I curse and rebuke and cast out cancer right now from your body in the name of Jesus Christ. All cancers is Gonna be healed at the sound of my voice in the name of Jesus Christ. Be healed from cancer, lupus, MS in Jesus Christ's name. Also Lyme disease. I、uh, God is telling me call out Lyme diseases. Next time you go to the doctor, you're gonna get a test and he's going to say Lyme disease is disappeared in Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you so very much. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the Spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com, and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review: the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, "There's more special sauce in every bite." Rubble, rubble. He said, "Rubble, rubble." Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble, indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get twenty percent off any purchase of ten dollars or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.